Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 362. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. So something that I wanted us to talk about today, Ben, that's come up more and more frequently, probably over the last few weeks, but definitely over the last few months, and I don't I don't know whether it's something that it's purely exposure-wise, like you know how once you um, come across something and you notice it, then you keep noticing it elsewhere, or if it has been thrown out quite a lot. Um, so it's, it's the concept of laziness and lack of purpose. So not necessarily the fact that someone is lazy, it's just that they have a lack of purpose or that they have a lack of reason to do something. So this comes around. Is that around procrastination? Yeah, that as well. Procrastination is um, different because it ties it ties more into perfectionism as well as as well as a lack of purpose. So that's what and it can over often be like our overwhelm and like that paralyzation and that fear around it rather than just a lack of purpose. But I find like what I've found with people is that they're frustrated with someone that's around them so whether that's like work whether it's family kids etc they're frustrated with someone around them who they label as being lazy they're being lazy because they're not doing something that they need to do they're not fulfilling something that they need to fulfill they've said they're going to do something they're not doing it like all of the different things that they're saying and then that's labeled as lazy but something that Something that's common amongst all of those is that these they're not doing the thing not because, well, they don't want to. That's why they're not doing it. But that ties into the deeper meaning of a lack of purpose. But is, is the thought more around that my expectations or my outer thoughts is not what someone else's are, so that's me considering them to be lazy because they're not doing what I would think would need to be done. Yes, exactly. Because they have a completely. But is that not more trait. about my thoughts than it theirs? Is. It is, and it also ties into our social mirror belief as well. That's what I was going to say, isn't it? The looking inside to look outside, or look outside to look inside. Yeah, and it's not. I feel there's a lot of looking. There's a, there's a lot of looking. <laughs> it's something like um we spoke for our listeners we spoke um to an organization about this um a week ago yes um and with this it came into it like the whole social mirror concept and it's something we've done a lot more looking into as well is to look outwards inwards to look outwards the whole looking inside to look outside is before you label someone going to be recurring before we label someone as something else it's first we're only seeing that thing because it's a problem within ourselves when we talk about some of this we talk about people doing um time audits yeah time audits and what they seem as i've never got enough time i don't ever have enough time i seem to always be busy i don't fit that in i can't fit that in we talked about this in our team Mm. with people in our um structure or our enterprise stuff is around Everyone's got 24 hours a day. Mm. How you use those 24 hours in your day is up to you. But I suppose it's a perception there as well as to how I think you should be using your 24 hours. John is using his time how he feels it should be used. But I have a different view on it. If I, And that comes down to core values as well. Like if I have my highest core value being achievement and John's highest value is free time and family, 
and he's spending his time free time and family free time and family and he's allocated that like you said into his life but he's not achieving and i believe that achievement in the site is the highest factor he's being lazy in my eyes in your eyes in my eyes not in his eyes but in mine because the thing is when someone's being lazy nine times out of ten they don't know it so then i think when we go into that is having a personal purpose as well is really important and i think it's a word that's like i find is thrown around too much too much it's become like a buzz phrase is what's your purpose yeah I think that has come around from how important it is. And often you have a personal purpose, but you've never dived into it. So you don't really realize. If someone is lost or dissatisfied, or they feel like they're just not aligned with what's going on in their life, whether that be work or something else, it's just not what they're here to do. Then often that's because it's against the grain of their purpose or their mission in their life. And you'll find people often when they find a career and they stick with that career for many years and they're happy in that career, they could be working under someone else or they could be heading that up, but they often stick to it because their purpose, their personal purpose and that business's purpose are really, really closely aligned. And when they're really closely aligned, that's when we have someone who's considered talent within an organization is it's so aligned that they can put themselves in there and slot themselves in there and be and be happy there and they're satisfied and they're fulfilling their mission while they're fulfilling the businesses. It makes it a lot easier because you can you can go against your grain of what your mission or your values or your mm. purpose like and put a band-aid on it for so long. Yeah. But eventually, like you said, you'll find it that it either doesn't gel and you need to you need to move or something needs to change. We always look for those small steps or those small little things that are easy to change. My outfit, the food I eat, where I live, mm. you know, um, who I'm seeing as far as friends, whatever. They're little simple, easy things or uh, to change. But the whole direction and where you're going, whether it's your job or your uh, what you're actually involved in in bigger sort of higher level stuff um that's something that's really hard to change but it'll be you you would have muddled or jumped around in all this smaller stuff then to finally realize that this bigger umbrella that you're sitting under is actually the problem or what you're seeing it doesn't align with where your direction is or what you're seeing as where your end goal or your 100 meters is to do so you you've fought against it to try and align yourself with it and something just doesn't seem right. And you've changed your house, your car, your town, and what you wear, yeah. et cetera, to try And we can see it more change. as a career or actual, yeah, what you're doing with it. Yeah. Mm. But if it doesn't align, and this is, again, where that comes in, you have to look inside. Yeah. What, what do you need to be fulfilled there, which is really important? Mm. To know that there's that possibility that you're not, and you're not aligning with your values as well. I think it can work well as far as doing some of those small building blocks, like those things inside, like you say, um, house, car, like group of friends, circle, little things to try and end up seeing it as a stepping stone to work on that bigger. Because if you were to absolutely change, and the, that's the worst thing, and you see it in a lot of other things, like we talk about it with diet, we talk about with people or um, your five circle of friends and, yeah. and stuff like that, is we end up, it's all or nothing. So we change everything. We can't understand what it is that actually worked for us. So we change a lot. So, you know, like you need yeah. to be able to change one thing. So we talk about with diet in some things when you have um, uh, 
sort of, uh, what is it, like reactions with things or mm. foods or whatever does it. Intolerances, yeah. yeah. So you end up changing. You need to take everything out mm. and then you put one thing in. Yeah. Or was it sleep or something? And we changed this, 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 and this. We're now trying to ask you to do cut back and just change one thing. Just one thing at a time. Try and put it in. Does this work? Is this aligned? Is this working okay? Making small changes is difficult because we feel like when we see something's wrong, we want to overheat, like upheave it all. We want to do everything like you were saying, but doing the one thing is harder than doing the everything. But it's going to help you more is doing the littler thing than the big thing. It's like the one scenario where doing something smaller is going to benefit you more. Mm. and doing a multitude of small things rather than a massive upheaval. But one another train of thought that people go down is I've I spent this much money getting this qualification or I spent this many years like I spent 5 years at uni for example to become this to be qualified to do this career and to pursue this career and I'm not happy. But I'm not going to renege on that and I'm not going to change that or make any changes to change that even though that it's fully against my purpose is I'm not going to make any changes to do that because that's going to take me another four years or it's going to cost me another however many dollars. I suppose that the admittance of of any sort of failure but a lot of the time we don't align that we actually learn more from our failures than a lot of our successes. Yes. Failures means you had to reset take a step back, look at where you're heading. It probably didn't, it, something there didn't work. Being able to know that you don't know everything or you need to maybe look outside to look inside, you know, you need to find someone that can help you there to be able to know that it is. Because sometimes you get success, bang, but you don't know how it was or why. No. So you don't know what the key ingredients in baking that cake was. Whereas potentially when you ended up going in a failure, you sometimes learnt a bit more because you could see or you saw that that was where there was a turning point or that that was where I added too much water to this cake and it didn't rise or mm. I added too much and it didn't end up coming right. You can see sometimes, but sometimes when you're successful in it, unless you're really good and you've had a few failures in the same sort of task to have made those adjustments to suddenly come out with a perfect cake at the end. And I think that is the perfect analogy. Because um, I think something that that comes back to as well is everything is working perfectly as it should for you at any given time. Everything is working out exactly how it should. There's a process and there's a reason behind everything. If everything always worked out the easiest way or the way that you thought that it should in your head, that was the correct way, which we have to remember is influenced by so many factors and often by the social circle that we have is we think it should work out that way and when it doesn't we're really disappointed we're like oh I missed that and often we'll dwell on it and go like oh I missed that if only that had have happened but if we can realize that everything's working out as it should you're going to look back in five years 10 years 15 years and go oh that's why that happened <laughs> like thank goodness and often you'll find that if you look back these things are always edging you towards your purpose and what you and what you should be doing and the thing is that you would have never realized how to make that perfect cake if you hadn't have stuffed up some cakes. Yeah. It was something I was only talking about to my mum the other day is... That you stuff up cakes? <laughs> that I stuff up cakes. So I never, I never knew that she stuffed up cooking, ever. As far as I was concerned, everything that came out was perfect every time. Every cake was perfect. Every meal was perfect. Like I never really saw her stuff anything up. 
So then when I started cooking things and they turned out like really, really badly and I'd cook something and it should have been good and it just wasn't. For example, banana bread and you overmix it and then it's like solid as a rock and you have no idea what Very happened. Very dense. Very dense. And you're like, like what happened? And I was like, oh my God, like I'm a terrible cook because I stuffed this up. If I hadn't have stuffed that stuffed that up, I wouldn't have known that that was such an important thing to get right. Mm, because as far as you see, you see, yep, read it all through, understand it, do it all. But it didn't have in there that you've seen step three was a critical area. No, it doesn't have the nuances. And the thing is that we can't, we can't have an instruction book for life because there's too many um, nuances and what ifs and if this has to happen, then this has to happen. There's too many of those things for us to actually know. It's it's not a method. Like life isn't a method. So we can't have our steps that we have in our head of I need to go A, B, C, D, E. Otherwise, it's not successful. Because the thing is that we have to stuff up in order for that to, to get us towards it because we were meant to learn something from that. And I think something that we talked about the other week as well was is when you have like a super tough day, a day that in your eyes didn't go to plan or you had all of the challenges with people or it was emotional or something like that is recognizing that that was a learning day. That was a day that was implemented within your week, within your year for you to learn. And that's not going to be every day, but sometimes it might be more days than not. And that's when we really have to look in depth with your mindset too and have a look at where is your mindset negative so much of the time that you're creating that or are you are you just not interpreting it correctly? Because there's always a reason for something, and as terrible as it may seem at the time, like it, it it all happens for a reason. I rigidly believe that is that that's there. Like for example, you stuff ups. You need you need to stuff up because it's all putting you on the path towards your purpose. Otherwise, what if like if everything were perfect, then you'd have fulfilled your purpose like three years in. Am I? Is it worth me putting the effort into trying to win? this battle or I am up am I understanding that that's a step to winning the war or not worth my exercise to win the war yes so knowing what it is that's worthwhile putting that effort into or worthwhile seeing it and is it okay to take a step back to take a redirection and understand that I don't know everything mm. and I need to realize that I am okay with asking for help or asking for someone to give me a bit of guidance in certain areas find someone that's done what you're looking to do find someone that's had success with it did they see that as we said their purpose was okay with being a step back or having that time to reset and knowing that what it is is taking five meters every time instead of trying to strive for 10 and falling at eight and not being okay with you missing that last two. Thank you, viewers, for tuning in to another episode of 360 View. You can follow us on Instagram at 360view.co to stay up to date with everything we're doing and tag us in your podcast listening. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a like, a review, and a five-star rating. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, give it a share. And if you have any questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram and we'll answer them on the show. Thanks again, viewers, and we'll chat to you in the next one.